What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. Today is going to be an interesting day. It is a day we're going to reflect upon a infamous call, an amazingly infamous call that happened Back on September 11th, 1997, not 2001, 1997. This call was made to the Art Bell Show. And during this call, there was an extremely upset individual who stated he worked for Area 51 and had some information that had to be known. Now, something that you need to know before we get into this. Art Bell ran Coast to Coast AM for many years. He was the initiator of the show, Coast to Coast AM. It is a show for alien, paranormal, Area 51, all kinds of amazing stories that is a nighttime show, usually goes on at midnight. Uh, It was based out of Nevada. Uh, And Art Bell started it when he was very young. Uh, And then it grew to to broadcasting to over 400 national radio stations reached everywhere definitely reached me and uh, i loved listening to it in the 90s so that's what you need to know now another thing that art bell did uh is that he did shows that were specific um certain nights certain nights he'd talk about ghosts certain nights he'd talk about aliens certain nights he tried to interview whistleblowers and on this particular night he stated that you know it was a show about Area 51 and anybody that had information on Area 51, whether they were a current employee or ex-employee, could call in and talk to Art about their experiences. So, this night, September 11th, 1997, an individual calls, Coast to Coast AM, and anybody could call in, and they would take the call unfiltered you know they didn't ask much information about the individual a lot of call a lot of stations will screen calls right they're going to ask you hey who are you what are you doing why are you calling in they don't want you to just come on and start swearing or come on and just trying to get an an attention grab they want to find out what you're doing and why but the way art ran it was he wanted to get individuals who would call in and not have to give a lot of their personal information so that he could talk to people that would, you know, may not call in because they were afraid of not being anonymous. But in this case, they were. So this night, an individual called in. He stated he was a former Area 51 worker. He stated that he was on the run. 
he stated that he was he had just been released on medical leave a week ago from Area 51. He did not state what he did for a position there. He stated he was on the run. He didn't say why he's on the run. Because if you're on a medical leave, you got to wonder, why are you on a medical leave? Is it for mental health reasons or did you break your leg? And then even if you're on leave for medical reasons, why would you need to be on the run unless you were a whistleblower, unless they were coming after you and he knew about them uh, coming after him, right? And he would have to know a specific event like they were sitting outside his house. So I'm going to look at this from a believer standpoint and a non-believer standpoint. My non-believer standpoint and in many people's belief is that it might be a hoax. I also believe it could be possible. I'm in the middle. I, I don't know for sure. The hoaxer side of me says... What you know during this call? Why didn't he state what his position was? Why didn't he state why he believed they were coming after him? Why didn't he state um, specific events that might be coming up? He stated that he was worried that the government wasn't moving massive populations out of these big populated areas into areas that would be out of. Um, out of the range of these future events that were coming, but you didn't specify what they were. Would they, were they, would they be floods? Would they be explosions? Would they be you know nuclear weapons? Would they be alien weapons? Would they be uh, you know some sort of climate issue? You know what would they be, and where would the safe places be? He did not make mention of that. Let's see what he did make mention about. So, what he did state is that when he called in, he stated, I don't have a lot of time. And, and Art was like, well, let's find out if you're using this line correctly. Meaning, are you an Area 51 employee or ex-employee? And he did state he was an ex-employee, and he stated he was on leave. And then he stated that, well, Art really wanted him to get to the heart of what why he's calling, because the guy was like sounding panicked, super panicked, super freaked out, super paranoid. <laughs> And so he wanted to know some information that was valuable quickly before this guy had to hang up or something, right? So the guy states, what we're thinking of as aliens, they're extra-dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the space program made contact with. They have infiltrated a lot of aspects of the military establishment, particularly Area 51. He states, the disasters that are coming, the government knows about them. They want those major population centers wiped out so the few who are left will be more easily controllable. It's kind of interesting. Let's keep going here. <clears throat> um, so that that's kind of, kind of where... He leaves it, and I want to see if there's anything else that pops up in this other article, just real quick. But that's the heart of, of what he brought up. Um, he was very frantic, very frantic. Um, and a lot of people thought that it seemed too good to be true. 
and there were like intonalities and you know there's like these speech patterns and, and and tones that you pick up on human speech that sound true or sounds like they're lying and that's one of the things that humans can be really good at is picking up on whether or not someone's lying and sometimes we are piss poor at it right we can't figure it out we're like oh my gosh that person's telling the truth um that's why i like serial killers can get away with you know what they do for so long and you know people can lie all the time um and there's actors out there that are really good and you don't even know they're acting um so this particular call seemed like it could be a hoax it just seemed like it to me when i listened to it it sounded like the guy was forcing it. it sounded like he was forcing it um but you know some of the stuff that he talked about does seem to be stuff of whistleblower testimony too like population control um it, the fact that aliens are at area 51 the fact that um that we've been working with them that there are some extra dimensional beings that we've heard of although have we heard about them in detail not really We've heard of the government possibly working with reptilians. I've heard of stories where the reptilians were walking through the halls of certain areas of Area 51. Certain types of reptilians. Maybe not the best, maybe not the worst, but certain types of reptilians were, and they were tall. Um, personally, for me, I don't, you know, I think that we as humans have an aversion to, to that species, um, whether it's the land or <laughs> alien species. But yeah, I think there's just this personal like magnetic polarization for that species. So you gotta be, I, I'm wary of them. Um, also, you know, are they extra dimensional? They've been shown to be in 3d form. So I don't know as if they're the ones that he was talking about the extra dimensional beings that I've heard of have been like higher dimension beings meaning like they have ex they have ascended they have um reached a emotional spiritual understanding of themselves and of the universe and of love and of compassion and of how to live together harmoniously so that progress can be made outside of the physical body if you think about it it makes sense why would nature allow of an evil force to to evolve outside of a body a denser body or a denser form would mean that you are at a lower vibration a higher vibration would mean that you have come to an understanding of love and of how to live as a community and how to work together to to make progress spiritually and emotionally and physically so that's that's my understanding of it. Although we do have some evil, evil spirits, evil, you know, other dimensional beings as well. You know, some people call them demons or ghosts, you know, bad, the, the bad ghosts, not the good ghosts, you know, but, or the misunderstood ghosts, but like, you know, spirits like that are poltergeists or something like that, where they are actively trying to hurt someone or scare someone. Um, so, you know, what is the or what are these extra dimensional beings he was talking about he didn't get a chance to explain that either so we were kind of left with 
what is this legit? You know, where is this going? What What is he going to say next? And the next thing we know is that there's this transmission cut. We start to lose the transmission. We start to lose the signal. And <clears throat> Art Bell goes off the air for five seconds, which is an eternity in radio time. If you go off the air for like two, three seconds, people are changing the channel. They're thinking, you you lost signal, you're gone. So he goes off, off signal, off air for five seconds, which really isn't that long of a time period. And they went to a backup generator, a backup uh, radio signal source that they could continue to transmit on, a backup transmitter, and then continue to transmit to the 400 stations that were listening to them. Um, and he started to talk to another individual um, at this time because that other Area 51 worker was cut off, um, not by our bell, but by some other force that we don't know about. Art Bell was taken aback. He was shocked. Uh, he stated in all of his years, I think it was 30 years up until that point, um, that he stated that this has never happened. We have never lost signal. And he stated their transmitter completely had a heart attack. It completely died out. And that he's never seen it happen. Um, so it almost seemed like it was too good to be true. Could this man have actually have been an Area 51 employee? He stated that he was worried about the government triangulating on his position and that they were going to shut him down. He wasn't going to be able to talk on the phone any longer. What surprises me is that the government would be capable enough to shut down a phone call back in the 90s knowing that someone was speaking. We know that they were able to monitor certain things in you know in the 50s even um when certain individuals were trying to transmit um across like the ticker the ticker um telegraph right and the FBI would monitor that but to monitor so all the cell phone calls and what you're saying in the 90s would would be really impressive but then again, we didn't have all the information that we do now about like what Edward Snowden talked about, how they are monitoring all of our calls and they are monitoring all of our texts and pictures and they look through everything. And that's why he left for Russia. And that's why he still lives there today. He got, and he got his asylum uh, granted to him by Putin. So, um, so this stuff is real. This stuff is real. They are listening and they are capable of it. And they were certainly capable of it back in the 90s, if they were capable of it in the early 2000s. So, did they cut this man off? Did they know he was speaking? If they did cut him off while he was speaking on the radio, why haven't they cut off somebody like Bob Lazar that has given far more detail, far more information, far more evidence, far more, way more secret top secret, you know, above top secret information about how these aircraft work, how they use on unpentium 115, you know, element 115 and, and, um, <clears throat> you know, how they create and warp space time and all this information. Why haven't they stopped Bob Lazar, but they stopped this wild, par wildly paranoid caller, seemingly, uh, 
to a paranormal radio station. It just seems bizarre to me. Uh, so a lot of people called it a hoax. A lot of people said this is this can't be real. And apparently, about a year later, there was another caller that called in that stated that he was the one that initiated the hoax. And it was on April 28th, 1998. However, many people noticed that the second caller's voice, tone, and mannerisms all called into question whether or not this was actually the same person. Many believe that it was actually a cover-up by the government and the original call was real and that it was cut off. So I ask you, what do you think about that call? If you haven't heard it, just Google or YouTube uh, Art Bell Call Area 51 Worker and it'll pop right up. And it's not very long. It's only a few minutes, if that. Um, might even be like 60 seconds. I can't remember, but um, I just, just listened to it, but I don't remember how long it was. Um, somewhere between like 60 seconds to two minutes. So you can listen to it. Not very long at all. Not a lot of information, but definitely bizarre. Um, I, I don't know what to think because you have two things here. One, you have this caller. He doesn't give a lot of information out. Why are they cutting him off? Two, Art Bell's transmitter went down during this call the guy didn't call back so if if it, if he was able to wouldn't he have called back if he was real if he was capable capable of doing it you know so like it's like you know there's a lot of questions here if he was real why why didn't he call back was his phone shut off by the fbi or, the, or whoever the government that that is possible why was our Bell's transmitter shut down? How was it shut down? Was it shut down with like harp or some sort of development from DARPA to just shut down his radio transmitter? Um, and then they go up on a backup transmitter and all of a sudden they got a different guy on the line, a different caller. And they're and him and Art Bell are like, were you able to hear that? How much were you able to hear? And And then the guy said, oh yeah, I wasn't able to hear for like 15, 20 seconds. And Art Bell states, Oh, you missed a doozy of a call then, da-da-da-da-da. So did we miss something in that 15, 20 seconds? <clears throat> what information did we miss? Why didn't Art Bell tell us about it? You know, what are we missing here? So that's the question, you know, that I ask is like, what, what are we missing? What information, you know, was this guy capable of giving us? Um, those, that's, that's the question that I want to know about. Now, there have been other Area 51 workers. I believe it was Thomas Costello um, and Bob Lazar um, and a few other individuals. Um, we had um, Emery Smith. Um, so we've had all these whistleblowers that have blown the whistle, have talked about working there, that have talked about um, what they've seen, what they've done, that they've cut up alien flesh. Emery Smith talked about um, that he's worked on alien craft, you know, multiple different alien craft. I mean, Emery's unbelievably fascinating. Um, so, you know, there are people that work there. We know that. There is an Area 51. We know that. There are ships that that are there. Um, we've seen them in the skies. Uh, many people have reported seeing aliens come out of these ships. They'll look just like these ships that Bob Lazar talked about working on. Um, 
We do know that these individuals have credentials that, that were in the military, that work there. We know that there's a Janet flight that work, that flies to Area 51 and back. We've heard the testimony from uh, David Adair, who uh, went down and worked on an alien uh, engine. Uh, and he was top of his class for creating engines himself, won tons of science awards and math awards. Um, so there's lots of people that have been there. Lots of people have reported what they've seen there. Um, why was this particular individual cut off? Was he high ranking and they knew that he was going to give information away and they were like, nope, we're not letting this guy talk anymore. We know he's high ranking. He's got a lot of information, not just one project. Maybe this guy had tons of projects and maybe he did just a hundred percent flip out. Um, there have been reports of individuals who have flipped out after they found out the truth. And that's why uh, a lot of a lot of the government doesn't give away too much information to any one particular uh, individual that they keep it compartmentalized to keep people sane and to keep people away from too much information so they don't give it away either. Um, so, yeah, I mean, could this guy be the real deal? Could he have been a high enough official um, at Area 51 that they were worried about him giving away too much info? Maybe they're not worried about Emery because he doesn't have too much info, has zero evidence. Maybe this guy has evidence and and he he was about to give it away. Maybe he was going to tell people where the evidence was or something like that. But we know, we've heard before that they, they're willing to threaten people. They threatened Jonathan Wagan, uh, who saw an alien ship crash down in Peru and was sent down there to rescue it and see people there. And what happened? He was threatened. His whole family was, he threatened, they threatened him and his family. Um, you know, I mean, this stuff happens all the time. So is this legit? Could be. Is it a hoax? Could be. It's up for us to make our own decisions on these things. But this call definitely went down in history. And rest in peace to Art Bell, and thank you for bringing us so many nights of paranormal information, alien information, whistleblower testimony, and being a, a, a guide for us moving forward. Um, and then we had George Nori um, take over his spot. So, I mean, what do you, <laughs> what can we think about this? We can't have any proof one way or the other. All we can go off is our gut instinct and how we feel about it and the information that we've received from other whistleblowers. I'll leave it at that. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed theorizing with me. I like to keep these short and brief. Sometimes I can talk for longer, but I, I, I only do that if I, if I have enough information to talk about. I don't want to ramble on and on and on. And I think there's not enough information here to continue on with. Um, but it is a very interesting story and I wanted to talk about. It. So I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Continue to bring yourself up vibrationally. Uh, continue to be more understanding of yourself, of your, your fellow man, your family. Uh, you know, continue to have compassion in your hearts. That's the only way we're going to be able to make it forward. And the only way we're going to keep our health 
<laughs> at a good spot too. The more stressed out we make ourselves, the more angry we get. Uh, the more those uh, four horsemen are going to be right around, right behind us. And we're going to push ourselves into a heart attack or something. So take it easy out there, guys. Theorize, have fun, but take it easy. Relax, go enjoy life. Uh, take a break from work. Take a break from all the stressful stuff. and Get outside and get some exercise. Go have fun. Do your hobbies. Paint, draw, work on a car. Uh, make something beautiful. Life is beautiful. Regardless of anything else that we talk about, life is beautiful. Every little single piece of it. There's living things all around us. And there's beauty all around us. And we need to realize that. Uh, so, on that note, take care of yourselves. Continue to question the universe around you. Lockdown Universe out.